Hey guys, welcome back to Messy Truths Podcast. This is Marv coming to you from Montreal. Middle child, Nisha from Kanagahage. You got a part of me, viewers. It's a Saturday. I'm in my Rick Ross rogue mode and the voice is a bit horsey, but we're here. Let's go down south where it's warmer. Yeah. You know what? I love this, actually, ladies. This is Azar from New York City. But, you know, I like waking up with you guys. This is not a bad move for me. You know, Saturday morning, I got my coffee. I got my girls. The only thing that I would change is all these kids. These kids, they got to go. When I'm podcasting, these kids are problematic. I told you, you got to watch that show. Children ruin everything. That shit is hilarious. You know what, Nisha? I would watch the show. But you know why I can't watch the show? Because it's only available in kids. Canada. No, because I have kids and because uh, there's no fucking time to watch TV. But I'm okay. I know. I I'm know. Good. But you know what? <laughs> Honestly, I, most um, Saturday is like a blackout day for me. But I have to agree. Anytime I podcast with you ladies, it's definitely a form of uh, therapy. Polyamorous therapy. There you yeah. go. Self-care. Self-care. Self-care for sure. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it doesn't stress me. It doesn't need anything for me. It doesn't want me. It just, I'm choosing to be here. It's with consent. Great. Exactly. So it looks like uh, the ladies have left me in your, it, it left you viewers in my hands today. And we are going to talk about horoscopes. Now, I have to say right off the bat, uh, you know, <laughs> Those of you who think horoscopes are haram, please pray for me. I know they're haram. <laughs> um, I know I it's even, even know that. Yeah, it, it's actually borderline shirk. For those of you who are Muslim, that's like some deadly, deadly sin business. Yes. But we're going to do it. We're gonna do it anyway. It's part of it's part of the love sessions, right? This is, is our theme exactly. for this month. We're talking about all kinds of things related to and horoscopes love. people are always trying to find ways to find love right mm-hmm. um whether that's through horoscopes whether that's through swiping left or right whether that's being set up on dates and so i think of this as just another way for us to find your people your person whatever it is so i don't consider it haram although i have to tell you my aunt who's now has passed I used to be able to read hands and would never do it because she thought it was haram. So she would never do it for me. I was sad, but I actually got to say, I love horoscopes. I love them. I'm a true Aquarian with a little bit of Pisces. I'm going to get into it for the other ladies, but I got to take Oz's role today and tell you where it came from. All right. <laughs> you got to be like that. I got to air A little quote. background research. <laughs> You're missing it, viewers, right? All of us have a role. I guess I'm the negatron. I'm the one who's like, nah, I don't like this. Fuck this. Da, da, da. Oz is the researcher and Mara is the voice of reason, right? So actually, I did some lot. I'm really interested, right? So I did some research and... Uh, There are actually two sourcings of horoscopes, right? One of them is from Mesopotamia, which it spread through India. It got into India uh, through a form of Greek civilization in the Hellenistic period. But we also see it come up with the ancient Egyptians. We see it in ancient Asian cultures. And so reading the stars, the divination of the stars is a big, big thing for a lot of cultures. The reason why actually Christians, Jews, and Muslims are all against it is because it gives the impression that you can divine what knowledge that is only for God. So it's Mm. the concept that a human could look at the stars and determine 
uh, matching and divination. But if you go into Eastern traditions, matching is based, is fundamentally based of a lot of arranged marriages. Oh, so that. Right. Yeah. You, you get matched. You get matched when you're married. So I want to open up, ladies, and ask you, do we think we're in a love month? Oh, by the way, speaking of love month, I got to say shout out and happy birthday to Baba. It was your Baba. birthday yesterday. I got to yes, give you happy some birthday, love, Baba. Baba. Um, do we think arranged marriages work? Yo, you know, I, I, wanna, I wanted to say that I originally thought that they didn't. But the more, the older I've gotten, the more people I've met who are in arranged marriages, they seem less divorced than the non-arranged marriages. Yeah. Oh, less divorce. They less definitely divorced. are. Yeah. Right. So what do you think that is? So just to let you know, arranged marriage is different from culture to culture, right? A lot of folks, for example, in some Jewish communities, they arrange because of genetics and science. Like there's some um, DNA in, in certain Jewish communities where if they, they marry and have children, it can make their child sick. So they have a, ma a matchmaker in that situation. Okay. In Indian cultures, when you're born, your stars are charted right away. Like, believe it or not, I told you all, I come from a Muslim family, but I'm Indian, half Indian. My dad charted my stars from the day I was born. So, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a match and everything. I'll tell you that story today. That's a love Ooh. story. I had a match. I had a match <laughs> when I was 20. And um, when you were 20? Well, I was matched from the time I was born. But yeah. we didn't know we were matched. Which, okay. And we okay. were friends. We grew up together as childhood friends. Our parents just ah. did some secret, like, let's sell Nisha off to this person and some kind of hocus pocus shit. But funnily enough, we were actually dating at one point. Our parents were happy and we found that we were matched and we were we rebelled and we were like, fuck that shit. We what? Oh, yeah, wow. we were like. We got mad. We got Western. Our parents okay. cursed us in all kind of Hindi words and stuff like that. <laughs> but so is I think I'm asking, do you think arranged marriages appear to work because you got no choice, cultural beliefs? What what do we think? Arrange. Would you get arranged uh, yourself? Uh, okay. Well, so first no. first and foremost, I serve Jesus. I do not believe in astrology. <laughs> So I am actually part of, I guess I've grown up and have been part of that Western thinking that, yes, God knows all and no man on earth like knows anything. They really don't know anything. We think we know stuff, but we don't know. Mm. Um, but I do believe that there are some people who can have access to that sort of spiritual realm. And mm -hmm. they do know a few things here and there. I think, I think maybe it is possible to be blessed with that as a gift. Um, I just don't think that it is reliable as a as a factor in finding your person or finding a partner or whatever, you know. Um, do I believe in arranged marriages? I believe that they work. The, mm. the statistics show that they work. Now, what goes on in those marriages is a whole other different story. But the point is, is that they're still staying married. Very few of them are getting divorced. Very few of the people in arranged marriages are getting divorced. Would I like to be in an arranged marriage? No. I, I like matchmakers. I, I, I like the idea of but a matchmaker. But you know matchmakers are, are a form of arranged marriages. I'm, I'm cool with that. I, okay. I like matchmakers. 
parents are matchmakers. Yeah. You hire, outsource that to people. People pay a lot of good money to matchmakers for this sort of thing. So I, I don't. Ha I personally don't have a problem with check it. Check the statistics, Mar. Just because of what you said, I just pulled it up. Look at this. Oh god. Over fifty percent of marriages around the world are arranged because obviously, you know, the world is not yep. Westernized necessarily, um, and the divorce rate for arranged marriages is four percent. Yeah. While the divorce rate in the United States for marriages that are generally not arranged is 40 to 50 percent. Yeah. So and one remember two. that number is a little bit skewed because it's the there's some part of that percentage of people who are like getting divorced, remarrying, getting divorced again, remarrying, getting right. divorced. So yeah. excuse that statistic. I don't think there's as many people getting divorced as there are people who have already been divorced and just getting re-divorced again. Mm. And I think there's a lot more people who are just like shacking up and just living, cohabitating with each other and not getting married. I yes. think that number is, I know that number is increasing statistically, sure. but as In far Quebec, as people- yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know Everywhere. about this. Now, about it's the... funny that you see. Now, here's the thing. Let's take it back. Let's take it back. Definitely, there's something in matchmaking that works. If you look mm -hmm. at Tinder, if you look at Bumble, if you look at, uh, what's the other one? eHarmony. They're actually taking elements of ancient forms of matchmaking, right? There is something yeah. there about compatibility. And so those other traditions, what they do there's actually different there's modern day matchmaking now right like there's parental increase with balance with the the children's uh, input of what they want to do and so forth so obviously there's an element of some astrological compatibility in the mix there there mm -hmm. is because okay. they built apps around it i recently had the pleasure of watching is his name jimmy kimball he did a whole version of tinder garden where little five-year-olds match themselves. <laughs> Viewers, go and watch this. And he did the baby bachelor and the baby bachelorette. This is amazing. This is, shit is funny. But again, this goes back to matching and the roots of matching are in astrology or divination of the stars and so forth. And you're right, Mar. I know Mar is like down with J JW, Jesus for life. I get it. But at some point, there were people who had those gifts, like, you know, the prophet who oracled and, and read people's stories to come. Big so, believer that there are certain people who do who have, have those that gifts. Gift. Yeah, for so, sure. Moving away from that before they think messy truth is messy religions. Let's talk about our <laughs> signs, right? So we'll start. I'm not going to start because I like mine. We'll go with the least enthusiastic to the most enthusiastic. The least enthusiastic. I know she's talking about me. She's talking about me because I don't my know, sign to is the hated the sign. Is that okay. what you mean? Or you mean, or you mean you're talking I about Mar. Is, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Mar, oh, Mar doesn't like this topic, right? I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the sign. Oz was ready to defend her people. Yeah. Really I'm ready sorry. to go defend ahead, Mar. So, Mar, Mar, you tell us what your your what Western society says your sign okay, is. Okay, so my sign, I'm a Libra. I will I'm I'm a Libra, yes. Okay, so Mara is a Libra. So Mara is born in between this oct end of September, September mid-September. Yeah. Right. So yeah. let's see. A lot so of Libras, by the way. A lot of famous I Libras. I love a Libra. Love a I Libra. I dated a Libra. He broke my heart. Fuck men, Libra. Done. <laughs> Libras are so grounded. I find them grounded. I find them We're very... the voice of reason. The balance. Oh, love it. Love a Libra. Ah. 
So a Libra has an element <laughs> of air. Uh, their ruling planet is Venus. They fall in the sun. It ends in October. But let's look at Mars personality traits. Okay, Oz. So you've known Mars the longest. I come yes. in as a, a close second. Let's see. It says Libra is a sign represented by the scales. I would agree that Mars is quite balanced, Oz. Very balanced. I'm with okay. it. Now, here's some things. It says Libras are obsessed with symmetry and strive to create equilibrium in all areas of life. What do we think, Oz? What do you think about that? I think so. I do think I so. I feel so, yeah. I think so. so. They're ruled by Venus, the planet that governs love, beauty, and money. Libras mm. adore high art. I I never heard Bart talk about any kind of paintings, but then I see some things behind her. Well, I think art can come in many forms, and I know what's that high art. No, we just talked about that before we started recording, right? I we were talking about television shows that we like to watch, and I said that I don't have enough time to spend on trash entertainment anymore. Like, there's just not wow. enough hours in the day. Standards. What I consider to be, to me, you know, not watchable or wow. not worthy of being watched. But I, I was saying that if it comes to TV watching, because I have so many books that I've got to get to this year, right? Hi, part of my goals. One of the things is if I'm going to watch TV, it better be quality television. I am not watching salacious news on CNN and, and, that's, and that's the me. other channels. I don't, I don't like all the all the salacious like bells and whistles and breaking news every two minutes. Like I do not like that. I want my news just straight to the point. But it does say dry but educational, <laughs> and it that's why say, I watch CBC and PBS News Hour for I American like news. It does say that Libras adore intellectualism, so I think oh PBC absolutely one thousand percent. Yep, and yep, connoisseurship. And now mm -hmm. it adds, suave Libras need to surround <laughs> themselves with stunning objects and create environments that reflect their exquisite taste. I can see we, that in Mar too. Mm -hmm. I feel that she's very refined. She always has been super duper refined. And these signs make excellent designers, decorators, art critiques, and stylists. It's in the, in the area of the arts. You yeah. know, that's okay. me. The writer, yeah. They love harmonious partnerships and they want to have mates that make attractive arm, arm candy. <laughs> mates that Healthy. make attractive arm candy? Yes. Mm -hmm. They're highly motivated by physical <laughs> appearance. Highly motivated by physical, by physical appearance. appearance. And there's motivated, no yes. Motivated. <laughs> There's no better way for a Libra to relax than with a luxurious face mask. Do you face mask more? I don't see you as a face masking type. No. She's thinking. No, I don't do that. If I, you know, a self a day of self care might include um, like the I was just uh, looking into the possibility of getting a, a massage in the next couple of weeks with a friend of mine. Shout out to Hoon Jung, who's like an avid listener of Messy Truths. Um, and um yeah a day of self-care for me is just being in the uh rick ross style robe um <laughs> being at home and just uh chilling and and hopefully i've got you know food already prepared in the fridge and whatnot because <laughs> i just don't want to if i'm Do going anything. to dedicate time to myself that's it like you know it's self-care to the t and that includes watching 
the TV shows that I've recorded or planned to record on the weekend um, and and reading, you know, and and hopefully getting a, a little bit of relaxation time in there. Or go, wow. or if it's like summer, going to the park and summer just, will you come. Know, yeah, it's better because I can't. Pool, do it. it says when you're coupled, you must be careful about seeking attention outside of the agreed upon boundaries of the relationship. Oh, oh my God. What is that? Let's just get forward. Reverse. Okay. Since they keep everyone happy and engaged, they might they may find themselves tempted to push the limits of their agreements with their partners. Mm, People true. pleasing Libras must remember that the happiness of their loved ones and the health of their relationship is more important than maintaining the attention of distant admirers. So viewers, are you out there tempting Mar and sliding into her DMs? DMs back the fuck out. for back real. Out. We don't want you. Like, we love you, but back out of the DM. Exactly. Oh, my God. So it says, Libras consider multiple perspectives and all pursuits, and they are great at launching new initiatives. Hence, yes. truth. Mm -hmm. Yes. And her uh, book and all exactly. the amazing things she's done. Mm -hmm. Libras would do well to develop and trust their own intuition. Mm. Uh, their ambivalence characteristics they can navigate virtually any social situation effortly resolve conflicts by simply turning on the charm yo i put up with a lot <laughs> i do i, I can really tolerate this. a lot that that actually is is uh i ha i i agree i don't worry i'm doing agree. the sign across for you so jesus you doesn't come up on a, no, 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 keep coming. going keep going i'm sure the, oh, i'm not He's saying that this is true for for different signs i'm sure there's but we're a gonna lot leave it there because after accurate. this i have another game called friendship compatibility astrology All so right. let's just hope the three of us are <laughs> trifecta of happiness and friendship otherwise yes, let's hope we may let's have hope. some problems some issues All right. I see the next person on our list is our Gemini. Our Where's the horns? Where are the horns, Mar? There's there's no horns. Right here. We're gonna put it in right here. There we go. There we go. All right. What kind of person is a Gemini? So for those of you who um don't know gemini's are born in june uh may end mid may to mid june may to june yeah. um my dad was a gemini but mm. there's another thing male female gemini's different folks now i would be nice if they come up with some astrology for they and them and so we know what happens if you don't you know subscribe to both are gemini's the ultimate they them they might be twins. They might be. <laughs> I know my dad be rocking like a Gemini real quick. Yeah, I might have to change my pronouns after this. You, show. Yeah. you may have to. <laughs> Just twin. All right. So let's see. Uh, what kind of person is a Gemini? So a Gemini. <laughs> no, see, this is I don't like this already because like I feel like we get such a bad rap, and it's like for what? Like Nisha's okay. got a little bit of bias here. No, <laughs> I listen, y'all are my friends. Your signs don't matter. It's your loyalty that counts for me. <laughs> so <clears throat> I didn't say this, okay? See, I'm gonna go with the positive and then I'll slip in the negs. It says Gemini's are intelligent and great thinkers and inquisitive 
although can be volatile beings. Mm, I'll take that. Okay. <laughs> I go with intelligent. I've never seen the volatility, so I'll just leave that there. They tend to remain in one location, maybe for That's long periods of time. They're highly competent who can quickly persuade others to accept their own thoughts and beliefs. Mm -hmm. The Gemini's reluctance to commit to one subject or an individual, on the other hand, might give the impression of their crassness and pro propensity to glide over essential aspects of life. Just to, to, cl to clarify here, are we talking about the male Gemini or the female Gemini? It's the all Gemini. Gemini. It's the all, all Gemini. Gemini. Okay. Mm -hmm. But they, Geminis them. are a lot of fun but they do have flaws just like any other sign. Okay. They're flexible, extroverted, and clever, and there's never a boring moment when they're around. So far, so good, Oz. I like are it. You, I like are it. you extroverted, Oz? I am. I think I'm a mix of introvert and extrovert. You're like but a social I mean, introvert. Yeah, Like, so here's the thing. Like, I feel like I, I can be very extroverted, but the older I'm getting, the, the more I'm reclusing inside mm. but i mean you guys know me you've you've been around i've i've always been out and about and amongst yeah. people but so. you also keep a very a woman about profile. so that's the thing i feel like i just don't let too many people close to me mm. so i might go i might have a lot of acquaintances but i don't have a lot of friends well friends. it says that it's their flaws include indecisiveness the impulsivity unreliability and nosiness i don't like that I don't like that. I feel like I'm a very reliable says, person. Therefore, <laughs> therefore, don't disclose a Gemini. Don't disclose to a Gemini your innermost, deepest fears. Well, that's oh, not our Oz. That's, that's mean. not cool. The deepest fears? No. Like, yeah. don't tell me. Don't tell me. Apparently, I'll do something. That's another Gemini. Evil don't shit. worry. Mm -hmm. um, Geminis are constantly willing to try new things, which makes them great lovers. Okay. Oh, okay. You know. Hence the reason you don't want to be bored. I see what I there mean. There you go. Got it. Got but it also goes hand in hand with the the impulsivity and the the volatility. Is that the word? I yeah. mean, it's, it go it goes together. It is what it is. They're high. Uh, they're entertaining and great at making new friends or acquaintances. Mm -hmm. True. Um, however, they can be impatient, and individuals may be afraid or hesitant to engage. Yikes, bro. Hey, I'm just reading. Right. It says, in relationships, I think this is totally true. Gemini seek open and loyal communication. Mm. They want a partner that is intellectually compatible and eager to have fun because they are highly loyal when they discover the proper mate. And that's yes. exactly what the word says, proper mate, not mm. the impulsive mate, not the punk mm -hmm. ass mate, the mm -hmm. proper mate. It I says, am with it. Exactly. Geminis are highly sociable people who spend a lot of time with their friends and relatives. Fuck. True. We yeah. spent the most time with your family True. in Montreal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Geminis seek for efficient leadership in their business connection. <laughs> if this doesn't happen, um, the Geminis will lose contact with these long distance companions. They're not interested. <laughs> family is very important to Geminis, yet it can also be a source of stress for them. Can we get a burp, 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 burp? Yeah, like seriously. Those, like, right there. Right here. Ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> um, because of their inquiring spirit. Oh, hold on. 
they they have an urge to be carefree, but it might be hampered by family obligations. We just talked mm. about the kids, so we'll yeah. just leave that there. Mm-hmm. They have an inquiring spirit, flexible in frankness. Gemini's make excellent craftsmen, authors, and broadcasters. Oh shit! Oh, really cool. They're they're known for inventive ideals and enthusiasm. They like to tell discovering. They like to discover and tell intriguing stories. Hip hop. Mm-hmm. And they make excellent salespeople. Oh shit! Look at that. We're on so a roll. It's you. It's yeah. totally you. I agree. They have excellent interpersonal skills and excel at clever wordplay, making it simple for them to win others over. They're excellent managers. Their zeal motivates their colleagues and intellect earns them the admiration of their coworkers. Geminis are not good at focusing on deep tasks since they feel discouraged quickly due to their impulsive behavior. The impatience. Yeah. Impatience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And that's why I'm all over the place. Like I'm all over the place. Geminis aren't the best financiers or economics. We don't need you to be an economist. Who cares? Um, they function best when they can move from task to task without losing enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. I think that's true when you talk about the show, because you really like when we do the show and because we change topics. Yes. I think it keeps your yeah. interest. I just don't want they, to be bored with anything in life. Exactly. They're, <laughs> they might be too methodical because of their brilliance, which can lead to inexperience. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad review. That's no, not a bad, bad review. I'm what so do we bad. think, Mars? Is that Oz? I think a lot of that is accurate. I wouldn't say that it's impatience. Um, You are a bit indecisive when it comes to like going out for food. (laughs) (laughs) Am I not? We've gone, no, we've gone to restaurants. And I remember like, you know, whenever we try to arrange like getting together, it's like, where are we going? What are we picking? And then when we get there, it's like, you know, like the last, the last visit about the dumplings, right? You were like, Oh eating you were basically eating with your eyes you're looking at all the selections of the different dumplings and like oh my god what do, what do we pick what do we- yeah <laughs> i have a real hard time with that you know like that meme that's like what do you want do you remember that meme like when you're when the guy is asking his girlfriend like what do you want to eat what do you want and she's like I, I don't know and that's exactly me exactly me. wow but well, yeah yeah I think it wasn't a bad, it wasn't a bad report card. I think we're nah. good Geminis. Oh, now, if right. we got into the Pretty. gender Geminis, I don't know. So oh, I actually really great. like astrology. Um, one of my, my Chinese zodiac signs said I should have been a professional astrologist. So oh. I think that's funny. Mm-hmm. But I am Aquarian and I am almost a true Aquarian. The only problem is, is that I was born while Pisces was rising in, so I'm a tad emotional. Mm. So you ladies are going to have to decide whether you think this is me or not. So Okay, run it. Uh, let's see. Okay, <laughs> this is not good. I can certainly, especially, okay, once you get to know this sign, it's strikingly clear that the Aquarius is an air sign. As the 11th and the penultimate sign of the zodiac, meaning the one before the last, Aquarius is actually the final air sign, which means it deals with a lot of air-related issues. Okay, we'll see. Of the zodiac sign, Arius is undoubtedly the most innovative, progressive, rebellious, and humanitarian. What do we think? Wait, wait, wait. Repeat that again. It Aquarius says, is... Aquarians are undoubtedly the most innovating, progressive, rebellious, and humanitarian. I agree. 
I agree with true. the rebellious and humanitarian, at least. Yeah. I like to think I'm rebellious. I like to oh, think you I are know. definite. You're you were go born rebellious. Yes. I hope so. With rebellious. It says while Aquarians can often be found planning a revolution <laughs> <laughs> or profoundly flaunting their funky fashion sensibility. That means I have no swag. Let's be honest. No, they also that... have. Yeah, I'm not into that. I just like. Yeah, I'm not. Bro, what are you talking about? Shit. You've been putting outfits and accessories together like a G. I mean, That's, come on. Yeah, maybe. Um, so while they are, so they could be found planning a revolution or funky, mm -hmm. fresh, funky fashion sensibility. They also have an often overlooked sensitive side that requires appreciation, support, and love. I, I don't know if that's true. It is. I'm sorry. Yes. Very true. Yeah. yeah, I'm very sensitive. Um, air energy is all about the mind intellectual, curious, and deeply social. The Aquarians, like Geminis and Libra, so we're all together. No, we're air yeah. signs. I just, we're all I just air connect with that. It's crazy. Yes. We are passionate about interpersonal dynamics. Mm. However, Aquarians take this concept to a whole new level. <laughs> Polyamory. Go on. Aquar <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Aquarians are represented by the water bearer, hence the word aqua, the mystical healer who bestows water or life upon the land. Okay, I like, I like that. It. I'll take I that. Like I'll it. take that. Um, represented by a star, Aquarians can visualize as a larger life mythical being with one foot firmly planted on the soil and one positioned in the water. Okay. Maybe? Okay. Aquarians are holding a vase which pours new streams of inspiration to cultivate longevity, healing, and hope. I'll go with the hope. I like that. Yeah. And uh, here it's important to remember that Aquarius is removed from the process from this. Wait, okay. What are you trying to say? Hold on. Um, okay. Aquarians is positioned as independent entities separate from the life-giving hydration, meaning we don't want to be in it. That's true. I don't like that. Like, just do your shit. Uh, Aquarians expose its deep roots to the community, rooted in teamwork, collaboration, and the concept of the greater good. Aquarians is determined to make a powerful difference in the world. Yes. Okay. I'm Very waiting true. for my flaws. That is definitely you. Uh, we're ruled by Uranus. I used to think it was urine, but that's just me. Or your the anus. Yeah, yeah, your anus. The planet governs innovation, technology, and surprising events. Mm -hmm. uh, it perfectly marries the Aquarian's distinctive attitude and complementing the non-traditional nature of these visionary air signs. Okay. Aquarians are big thinkers, but mustn't forget their immediate surroundings. <laughs> these water bearers can become so focused on implementing widespread reform that they neglect their family and friends and gaining Yikes. a reputation for being distant in relationships. Uh, I think I'm okay with that. that. Okay. I think, no, I think I, lately I've been really busy, but I think I try to have I think balance. I put a, no, but let's be honest. I think <laughs> I, I'm a good friend. I put a lot out there. And if there's yes. moments that I'm drawing back, hopefully what I've done for you in the past, you can use it as reserves until I come back. That's all. Okay. I'm with that. Aquarians uh, should remember that progress always starts on a micro level and advocate empathy and compassion wherever possible. We'll see. Uh, oh, no. We have a bit of a reputation for being cold, aloof, and somewhat detached. So and I don't see that in you, but really? I see that in Kiana. 
And I Kiki? see that in my daughter. Yeah. yeah, we need to be that. You need to be with another. Actually, Mr. Z can be like that too. To be fair, really? Yeah, he can mm. be. Aquarians hate small talk. Yeah, that's my mm. other half. Mm -hmm. um, they're totally disinterested in petty gossip and frankly could care less about people please niceties. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's funny. Yeah. Um, they're too busy thinking about creating large scale impact from the ground up, which means these revolutions are all about macro change. That's good. I'm glad to know. They're all about radical social progress. So if they seem disinterested, it's likely because the issue at hand isn't community focused. Yeah, that is true. definitely you. That's very you. Uh, but every Aquarian is a rebel at heart. They don't mesh well with authority figures, let alone any institution that represents <laughs> tradition and longstanding convention. They're uh. free spirit, eccentric. You can often spot the air sign through their offbeat fashion. What's with the fashion digs? Yeah, there? they're doing a lot of fashion. Yeah. Stuff. Unusual mm -hmm. hobbies. Do I have unusual? Do you hobbies? have any unusual hobbies besides Do Jill I Scott? have any? Okay, that's unusual. <laughs> and non conformist that's more of an obsession. attitudes. Jill Scott and Weedabix. Right. Well, isn't that a. Do I have unusual hobbies? Maybe. I don't know. I don't Do you even have time for hobbies between no. all of the trying to world save the world changing activism things yeah. that you're doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there we go. So I think we pretty much follow our signs to a certain extent. Take what you want, take a grain of Weedabix from there, grain of rice, whatever <laughs> makes you happy. And uh, so that, but that's Western. That's Western. I want to do one more thing with you ladies. And because we are still in the Lunar New Year, and yeah. it's the year of the tiger. Year of the tiger, yeah. I wanted to look at our Chinese zodiacs. And I have Let's a funny it. story about how I was once a horse and now I'm not. What? So okay. I was sad. So I'm just going to calculate it for you both. Hold on. I'm just going to pull up the site. Oh, I did a lot of research because I was this actually for years. This this kids. Is the years. Or is it actually comes down to the time you were born? Like people the think time? that, well, the year and the day. See, a lot yeah. of people think that yeah, Chinese New Year's is just the year, but their end of their New Year is different than ours. Their oh, end yeah, of the no, New Year I is get in it. January. Yeah. So that's how I think I was, I'm the snake. I think I'm the year of the snake. I thought I was a horse. So, Mar, I'm just so. No. Thursday at Montreal General no, Hospital. Mar, Mar is a dragon. Like, that's the most auspicious sign of yeah. the Zodiac. Like, dragons are Gs. Static is, shout out to Static. Static is also a dragon. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a, that's a good one. So, they're the mightiest of the signs. They symbolize character traits such as dominance and ambition. They prefer to live their life, their own rules. And if left on their own, they're usually successful. <laughs> they're driven, unafraid of challenges and willing to take risks. They're passionate in all they do and do things in grand fashion. Mm. Hmm. Unfortunately, all of this leaves dragons feeling exhausted and interestingly unfulfilled. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> it's all about the people you surround yourself, Mar. I'm weeping inside. <laughs> dragons frequently help others. Rarely will they ask for help. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, others are attracted to dragons, mm -hmm. but deep down, dragons prefer to be alone. Oh, I see that too, man. girl. This is so freaking true. It's yeah. so true. But I really do the... like being alone. I really yeah. do. It says on a health level, 
dragons should be doing yoga or walking because it can put both their work, their mind and bodies at work. Oh, and as a nice. career, you I can like be like walking. inventors, managers, computer analysts, lawyers, engineers, architects, brokers, and salespeople. Hmm. And hmm. we should not be getting into relationships because they are, they have quick and sometimes vengeful tempers and their partners need to be tough skinned. Okay. Well, we'll go with that. Oh girl, you just hit the nail on Yo, the head. When I tell you, I could see that. I could see that. You just hit the nail on the head. Oh my and gosh. On top of it, you're a fire dragon. So not just a dragon, you're a fire <laughs> dragon. <laughs> Which right? means what? what? They put themselves on pedestals. And because they react quickly and recklessly, they sometimes can make wrong decisions. Fire dragons need to slow down, keep their temper in check, as that's when they're at their best. That's okay. I'm with it. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to know a fire dragon. I'm a do you have a bit... temper? I don't feel like I you do. have a temper. Oh, I oh do yeah. Have a bit of a temper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a little small I haven't seen no, I try to keep it contained. Out. I try to keep it contained because I know like it, it'll be bad. It'll be real mm. bad. I told you I tolerate a lot. Like I put yes. up with a lot. But when you really, really try me and I've had enough, I'm letting it out. I basically internalize a lot of it and just and like then, try to, you know, let it so go. So the cover for this show should be the dragon with the puff coming out of their nose. <laughs> okay. Just saying. Mm. Okay. Hey, All right. Anyway. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see. I Let's think Oz. <laughs> oh, you are a snake. Mm. Okay. I am a so, snake. full disclosure. So am I. Mm -hmm. I thought I was a horse. Right. Okay. For a long time, I was happy being a horse. They're friendly. They're nice. And I have, and don't use this against me, Oz. Right? Because you're Gemini. I can't tell you my deep dark fears. All right. I hate snakes yeah we've talked about this yeah i and hate them i have to tell you just like being a gemini you know we get a bad rap for being gemini snakes are getting a bad rap too just listen i just, know just i know i know out. i know christianity christianity <laughs> messed up the snakes i know because it's actually like when i was telling the kids on lunar new year this week they're like miss you're a snake you're so clever you're good with money and i was mm. like all i see them is slipping and sliding i don't like them but mm. I, we've talked about this in dreams, right? Where yeah. snakes are my yep. warning animals. So Oz and I are both snakes and um, we are intelligent, graceful, and materialistic. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to decision-making, snakes are extremely analytical. And as a result, they don't jump into situations. Okay. And it's They're hard to make decisions. You see, Mara, this comes right back down to the dumplings. I was <laughs> analyzing a menu. <laughs> They're effective at getting things they want, even if this means they have to scheme and plot. I'm oh, with it. Ooh, trifling. I mean, I'm with it. Hey, everything does eat needs a scheme and a plot. Okay. Exactly. Every goal that you set. Scheme team. Both scheme of you team. love goals. A la cypher what, queens. What's the difference between a goal and a scheme? Right? Exactly. You strategize. You execute. You. Even when and you know us, you don't really know us. <laughs> Both of you love goals. So this, I'm not even getting into that. Um, they're very materialistic, prefer to surround themselves with the finest that life has to offer. That's true. Um, I don't know if I'm materialistic. I, I like, I, look at my background. I like nice things, but you know, yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, like, 
Like, I, I don't know, have nice designer things, this and designer no, that. You have designer but nice things designer are, that? No, but that's not what I consider nice things. I mean, I want to oh, sit okay. in first class. I want a 90-minute massage. I want to stay in the five-star hotel. You I are like me that. too. You like the high life. You do. I do. You definitely do, yeah. I do. Who doesn't, I, though? Who doesn't? Do you want to go first class, Mark? Do you like to fly to all of these, uh, you know, yeah. lovely places? I like, and... yeah, I like the adventure part of it. Yeah, and if I can yeah. do it in style, why not? Okay. I love first so, class. It's great. Exactly. So it says that we prefer a calm, quiet life over noise mm. and management workload other, rather than schedules <laughs> that are overbooked. Snakes can become easily stressed when their lives aren't peaceful or in order. Yes. Too much of this mm. can shorten a snake's life. Oh, okay. damn. Now, this is the part where it says I should have been an astrologist. It says that a good choice for us is scientists, analysis, investigators, painters, potters, jewelers, astrologers, magicians. I don't want to be a magician. Oh. Dietitians or sociologists. Mm. Okay. Well, Oz is kind of a scientist. I mean, she, she yeah. did study in the sciences. But we have something in common with Mar. We are also fire. So we're fire snakes. Oh. Yeah. Well, so, my name means fire, so I'm okay yeah, with that. There you go. It's fire on yeah. fire. Mm -hmm. I have water and fire, so I got two elements. I'm good. Mm -hmm. We're extroverted, forever offering opinions and telling others what's on their mind. Nice. So enjoy <laughs> listening to fire snakes. They're okay. usually persuasive and easily good at convincing others that their ways are best. See, there mm. goes the Gemini too. Cult leaders. All around. Hey, why not? Who doesn't need a little cult in their life every right. now and again? Right? So, so where yeah. does this love, where do the love matches and yes. the compatibility come in? Well, this that. is where things are getting wild, right? Because compatibilities. So snakes are compatible with roosters and ox, but not with pigs and monkeys. That works for me. I don't like pigs and monkeys anyways. <laughs> but I'll get to the compatibility. Let me just pull it up. We Wait, who, little... are, who are fire dragons compatible with? Okay, let's go back to the fire dragons. By the way, my mom is a pig. That makes me a little bit sad. But sad. Uh, yeah, that's my mom, right? I got to be compatible. Uh, dragons are compatible with monkeys or rats, but not ox and goats. So I hate that rats. They're, yeah, they're gross. All right, so let's look at some love compatibilities. Let's love see. connection. I actually already know what um, my love compatibility. Who Aquarians are. are compatible with? Well, why don't we start Libras. with Libras? Libras. Oh. oh, Aquarians are compatible with Libras. Yeah, I like that. Until they break your heart after ten years and rip I was it out just and one throw dude. it on the floor. It was just one dude. Don't let him ruin it for the rest of us. <laughs> just one guy. Ah, that's funny. Is okay. that another trait of Aquarians? They never forget. I wouldn't. A, <laughs> they never let things go. That's a snake trait. Okay, we remember forever, and then just wrap around and squeeze the life out of you until you remember what you did to us. I remember mm. that. I, I I am like that. I I'm, okay. I don't forget things. Definitely don't forget things. If you, I forget a lot of things, and I let go of a lot of things too. Maybe stupidly. Mm. I don't. That's the problem. I always remember. I'm with you, Nisha. So as an Aquarian, I am compatible with Aries. We have sexual and intimacy compatibility. Mm -hmm. 
uh, Aries, like, so that's Aries, which are my grandmother, but we're not having sex in. But we are having intimacy, grandma and grandma intimacies, you know, granddaughter, grandma intimacies. That's my nan's like, oh my God. Uh, I'm trying to think, how come it's not, you know what? It's because we have to choose a sign. Uh, Aquarius and Gemini's, uh, Aquarius and Campers, no, Cancers don't work. And our Do biggest work with anyone. I mean, can themselves. I just, really? Okay. Our biggest compatibility is Leo's and it has to do with the fact that Leo's are dominant and they're able to like take or like put the Aquarians in their place. I and love Leo's. Leo's. Do you not love Leo's? No. I love Leo's. Leo's, nah, Leo's are born when? In August. August. Prior to Virgo, right? Wait, is it is it July into August? It's July. Uh, July August. into August. Yeah. yeah. The mm, end okay. of July. Mm -hmm. So right. I'm going to go with my current and last match, which is Aquarians and Aquarians, because mm -hmm. that's what I'm in. So Aquarian partners have a very interesting sexual relationship full of excitement and experimentation. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. uh, they fulfill each Sounds like fantasies. it, based on our last conversation that we had with uh, King. <laughs> Re and repeat easily, that again, Misha? No. Sorry. And they easily <laughs> find a language. Okay, this is crazy. They easily find a language in which to connect their strange sexualities. <laughs> Uh, both of these partners will have trouble fitting in the usual stereotypes of sexuality and will really understand the usual taboos and restrictions. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Um, they could find an obstacle in emotional bonding. Or Japanese bonding. Yeah, exactly. But they're truly attracted to one another. And this is, and they, oh, interesting. And they have a true emotional connection once the, like, the, the stuff starts to fade. Um, Oh, if they're looking for occasional flings, though, this might be the best sign to do it with. Okay. Mm. But they have no better understanding for the sense of freedom and the need. The two have certain conditions, <laughs> hence the marriage contract. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And we have a good trust between us. And they said in our intellectual compatibility, this is the conversation we all want to be a part of. And we have the same values. So that's pretty good. But Leo's are supposed to be my super match. Okay. So I'm okay with what I'm currently with. All right. So Libras, let's see. We'll leave Gemini's. All right. So Libras. But it looks like it looks like for Aquarians, the, the most compatible zodiac matches, like you said, was Aries, Gem Gemini, Libra, and Sagittarius. Yeah, I had a good relationship with the Sagi. We're still yeah. really good friends to this day, actually. There you go. So for Libras, it uh, seems to be Aries. They have good sexual compatibility. They have good trust, good communication and intellect. But let's see with the other signs. Let's go. Libras and Geminis are a strange couple. Huh. So no Geminis for you. Uh, but Oz, Libra and Cancers have a good connection. Oh, so you're really? the one and only. Yeah people who get along with cancer and and libras and virgos <laughs> don't work together because you're too rational libras and virgos do yeah not work together? too rational too rational and, 
And Libras and Scorpions make an interesting sex couple. They darken their, they awake their darkened sex side. Okay. <laughs> there's, uh, no dark, there's no dark sex side, apparently. Uh, but let's go, with, <laughs> let's go with Libras and Sagittarians. So Libras, they have an intense emotional contact and intimacy will mostly depend on uh, if they enjoy their sexual relationship. They're a very good match when it comes to sexuality for no partner here feels pressure and there's enough room for both of them to grow, develop, build their self-esteem and feel secure in each other's arms. That's nice. Libra and Sagittarius are closely linked to Neptune and the challenge of trust is one of the most important experiences that this relationship gives. They can go, they can both go to extremes, either having unrealistic faith in each other or mistrusting every word and every action that is made. Ooh, that's Yikes. like back and forth. Mm. Um, it's wonderful to watch how soft Libras can get, forgetting about Saturn as their own responsibility. Um, it melts their heart. Like if a Sagittarian acts silly or cute, it melts their heart. Even if Okay, so to stay together for as long as they don't brush on the ego problems, their communication and intellectual compatibilities are a given. So we'll see. That's good. We'll see how it goes. I like my it. partner's a Sagittarian. Oh, I know. So you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, I knew that. So that's oh, yeah. why I chose. I fell on that one. Okay. Okay. All right. So the Jemmies. Mm. Do you want? Do you want any sign in particular? No. Okay, so we'll go with, let's go with Taurus, because you're not the ideal couple. In, yeah, I can't imagine being in a relationship. But you enjoy deep touches and the joys of your body. But oh. a Gemini needs intellectual simulation and doesn't care that much about spending, in, in, <laughs> spending time in someone's arms if they're stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can we please <laughs> amen to that? <laughs> Oh my god. There's nothing less attractive than a dummy. That's for <laughs> sure. While tourists could stay at home in bed all day long, cuddling with their sweater and ordering their sweetheart and ordering food, Geminis would like to get out and be intimate uh in not so intimate places. Oh <laughs> yeah. So uh what about a Gemini on Gemini? Oh, this will be good. When we think of two Geminis good. in a sexual relationship, <laughs> oh my God, let me just repeat what this says. When you think of two Geminis in a sexual relationship, it is okay if we laugh a little. <laughs> That's the opening sentence. The image that comes to mind could easily be the image of two people with split personalities trying to have sex by banging their heads together and talking <laughs> at the same time. We'll just leave that right there. We'll just move on to another side. We'll just leave that right where it is. Right where that is. That is too much. Okay. Is there another sign you would like him to explore? Yeah, Oz is explore. like let's, completely let's, silent. Let's make some, I've had some bad what Gemini experiences. experiences. Um. <laughs> Let's explore Capricorn. Is there a Capricorn in there? Yeah, there's a Capricorn. Because <laughs> after the Gemini, I'm like, that is quite Anything. a visual. Okay. There are certain activities that don't require many words. And in a Capricorn's humble opinion, sex is one of them. 
Then Gemini comes along and starts explaining each physician, the interesting <laughs> overview of Karma Sutra and the beauty of outdoor sex. See, it is almost unbearable. Locational sex thing. Go on. It is almost unbearable to watch these partners with their completely different philosophies when they try to maneuver their sex life. This is just the sex part. We'll move down. Trust. A typical Capricorn representative will not be easily tricked. Gemini partners can have a tendency to flirt a lot and to consider light adultery normal. This is this thinking of a crazy person. <laughs> light adultery. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. This is the thinking of a crazy person in the opinion of a Capricorn, <laughs> and there are no levels of adultery in their world. Okay, let's go with communication and intellect. <laughs> what? So bad. It is safe to say that Geminis can talk to anyone and settle any ish issue by communicating. Unfortunately, this doesn't mean a lot to a Capricorn when they recognize the lack of essence in the things their partner says. However, so, okay, I don't think this is a good match. No, it's not a good match. <laughs> this is not a good match. But Aquarians and Geminis are. That's great. Yeah, they made me, my Aquarian. mom's an Aquarian, my dad's a Gemini. So it says Geminis and Aquarians could probably have sex by simply verbal stimulation. That's good. Well, that's not bad. It, yeah, they don't they don't need to get naked to have sexual experience, although they will want to be naked all the time to set all themselves the free from all the human restrictions represented through clothes. Okay. They, will get lost. <laughs> they will get lost on their way to somewhere and have sex there. There's a lot of outdoor sex in these. I'm, things. you know, I'm all for it, guys. I'm but who cares it. when they're in search for kindred spirits and want to have a good time while they're at it? They will both be aroused by the intellectual side of their relationship. Okay, that's good. Do they trust each other? Trust is a strange thing for this couple. Mm. We should emphasize that they will trust each other. Aquarians find lying ridiculous and Gemini's will usually feel free enough not to lie by the Aquarians. So that's good. Mm. Yeah. I, I, and Aquarians understand one's need for privacy. Oh, okay. This will both probably have the, the they will both probably have the ultimate trust for the, their partners and rarely deceive because of the premise to give and receive freedom as an absolute priority. Oh, I love that. You got to get yourself a one of me. Yes, like, for sure. I mean, I love Aquarians. My daughter, my parents. I yeah. Like we, we love you. Yeah. One last thing to do, viewers. Um, we want to know your sign and if you follow them. But there is one ultimate test for us today on Messy Truth. And that is our sign friendship compatibility. Oh, okay. I think we're good since we're all air signs. I feel like we're already there, guys. We're already there. So just to let everybody know that uh, horoscopes doesn't just boil down to star signs and uh, astrological Chinese signs. It also comes down to numerology mm. and things like that and star alignments. So we are going to go with Libra and Gemini and look at their friendship compatibility. Okay. So 
Mar and Oz. Geminis and Libras are boon companions that adore one another. Oh, I love I you, boon. I, I had you. no idea what it was going to say, and I was scared for a moment. As soon as they, as soon as these two get together, they're laughing and exchanging ideas. They love making plans together, but rarely stick to the plans out of program. Okay, oh, damn. That's because both these signs go where the wind takes them, easily abandoning a good prospect for a great one. <laughs> there are some complications with their friendship. Uh, the twins lack Libra's diplomatic skills, skills, while Libra is a bit too dependent for Gemini's taste. taste. <laughs> Fortunately, neither of them hold a grudge. Okay, See, I told you I let things go. I let oh, things go. Thank God. No, viewers, you don't know. I was scared. Sometimes I was like, I don't. <laughs> All right. Libras and Aquarians. All right, viewers. Oof. We good, oh. B. We okay. good. <laughs> Libras and Aquarians get along swimmingly, swimmingly, especially if Aquarians let Libras take the lead. Although the water bearer is a visionary of the two, Libra is a natural executive. I'm good. Do you, boo? I, I don't care. When allowed to set the pace of their friendship, Libra can bring great things to the Aquarian's life. Finding commercial and social uses for the Aquarian's brilliant ideals will give Libra a thrill. Messy truths. Here we have That's it. That's why uh -huh. you came to me for your website content exactly. and whatnot, right? Meanwhile, Aquarians will show Libra the difference between glitter and gold. Yes. Mm, Occasionally, Libra will complain about the water bearer's stubborn ways, while Aquarians will disapprove of Libra's tendency to cling. No biggie. That's actually what it says. No biggie. Okay, we're good. All right. Oof. All right. That leaves myself. Aquarians and, and Geminis. We yes. should be good. We're two for three. Two for three, viewers. Two for three. Or listeners, I should say. Okay. Are we ready? I'm ready. What do we think? Are we three for three? I think we're three for three. These two signs have an instant affinity for each other. See, look at that. Curious Geminis love hearing about Aquarius' latest theories. Aloof Aquarians admire Gemini's abilities to make friends with people from all walks of life. These two love attending parties together, mm -hmm. separating once they arrive, and then coming together to exchange notes afterwards. I could totally see that. I could see this too. Yeah, at times the twins will groan about the water stubborn attitude, the water bearer stubborn attitude. At others, Aquarians will sigh impatiently over Gemini's inability to follow through with promises. In the end, they'll set these criticisms aside and enjoy each other's companies. I like uh, it. Look at us. We're good. Thank God. Right? I don't know. I think, Lib I think Libras get along with everybody. We're just like, you know, we are diplomatic. We don't, you know, we just. You don't, you don't ruffle feathers. You don't like. Don't stir. ruffle feathers. And we just don't get in-depth enough to care. <laughs> oh, I mean, we go. care, we care, but we don't get in-depth with everybody because we like right. to be alone, you know? Yeah, they, they mind wow. their business. They're out there minding their business. I am the queen of minding my business. <laughs> I truly am. But when I'm into you, I'm into you. And yeah. I'm very, very loyal and I'm rolling with you. That's oh yeah. You know. I love it. I love well, that. We want to hear that. your signs. I actually really enjoyed this because I really like the matchmaking. And funny thing is our planets, 
return back to their positions the day we're born. I don't know if folks know that, but the day mm. you're born, your planets align the same way they were aligned when you came into the world. So mm. that's why that is actually the source of my obsession with my birthday, right? Mm. It's the science, mm. it's the godliness, and everything returns back to its original positionality when I was born. Right. So I like that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just really glad that the three of us are compatible because I might have had to edit it out if it said some shit. I would have been like, no, <laughs> I think yeah. we're good. We knew that I even before so. any of this. That's you guys true. know what sucks? I don't have my birth time. Um, I have like an estimate of my birth time, but the Iranian birth certificate doesn't put the time on there. Uh, my dad doesn't mm. never remembered and my mom is not around for me to ask. And I've been asking all of my family members. I think it's in the morning, but I would have loved to get a real reading um, based on, you know, just to know on the what, time like, of my, day. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it was in the morning. I'm assuming it was around 930, but honestly, I just don't know the details. So mm. um I would love to figure that out and try to, to see. Exactly I had that done. I was, is. I charted. Well, I, mm -hmm. that was the story I was going to tell you. We should end with the story. So mm -hmm. I was born January 27th, 1978 at 9.50 a.m. After a very long labor on my mother's birthday. Not my problem. Don't have sex around that time. You won't have me <laughs> on your birthday. Not my problem. But anyways, when I was born, my dad being culturally Indian, charted my stars and had a friend who had a son and matched us <laughs> okay didn't tell my mom this is a problem we all know the warden and i grew up with this guy grew up we were great friends super hottie cutie everything lived in ontario i lived in quebec and when we got into sejab going into mcgill we, we kind of skirted around the ideal of dating and then we noticed our dads got really excited. When we really? Didn't understand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they had known from the jump. They already, they already planned Right, they had already this. charted yeah. us. And they were a Hindu family. And, mm. you know, so, you know, we were, at, you know, a couple months, we were kicking it, university, we were dating. And then he How long were you up, dating for? I don't know, three, four months, maybe. You okay. know, we were, like, we have been friends our whole life. Right. Uh, like our parents did things together. We played cricket. I really like cricket. Maybe that's a weird hobby. Hobby. No, I like no. cricket. I like cricket. Popular among the Indian and yeah. the Caribbean community. Yep. I do collect quarters. That's a hobby of mine. I like collecting quarters. Um, and then he calls and he's like, yo, niche. I was like, what's up? And he's like, yo, they star matched us. I said, what are you talking about? So he said, this is when faxes were in. He faxes a copy <laughs> of our, our star charts. And I was like, oh. And it just ruined the relationship because we thought it was an organic turn. And it was a, like, I don't know. But it was like, an organic turn. Eh, it was. We felt, we felt a bit like property. No, you know what it is? It's that you are an Aquarius and you're rebellious and you rebelled. And that's exactly yeah. what that was. <laughs> and I still got the prize. I still got the prize. And I, we all, we're still friends to this day. We've never like told his wife about the match. I don't think she I was just grow. going to ask, is he married? But yes, he's a very, that. very well known. He's a really, um, really good oncologist. I'm really proud of what he does mm. for cancer work. Awesome. Um, 
and, you know, has three kids, beautiful wife out there living his best life. And, you know, we, we definitely keep in touch and, but it is our, like, our secret. Like, do you remember that time we were matched at birth and nobody told <laughs> That's us? That's so funny. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, and how I, did he find out though? He just stumbled upon the star. I think, I think because our parents must've been like, like planning, like they're Brown. Oh, they plan right. weddings. You know, they, that's yeah. what they do. They plan. Right. Yeah. Cause you, in, in a lot of cultures, you only got a few weeks to check out the person. I mean, most folks know that if you know me, like Z and I, we, we courted for a couple months and that was a wrap. Like right. we spent our first year of marriage dating. So, mm-hmm. you know, in Islam, you know, you look at the horse, you check it out, you see what you got and you say, okay, I'm going for that one. <laughs> and you keep you it know what's crazy? I'm kind of mad. Nobody brought me any suitors. Although, I mean, I can't can say do it. I, was typical, <laughs> I was a typical Persian girl, but apparently like the whole tradition is that, you know, they bring the suitor to the house and then the, the to be bride, you know, serves everybody tea. And there's like a way in which she makes the tea and that like, well, it's, it's just a thing. But I'm like, you know, I think my parents were so far removed from mm. tradition and, and you know, the archaic way of doing things. They mm-hmm. were kind of progressive in their own right, having left the country and, you know, um, migrated to other parts of the world. But the whole point is that, like, I never had these experiences. And I don't think I, I even witnessed them in the generation prior to mine, right? I, I actually have to say, I think there's something to say for uh, modernizing these traditions. I've really enjoyed them. Um, I think there's something to say for when you marry a spouse, you marry their family. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, you know, sometimes we go too far left and too far right. And I think the best way is to find it in the middle. I know when I was getting married to Mr. Z, like our families had conversations. I had a dowry, but I determined the dowry, mm-hmm. right? And so a lot of my students were like, Miss, you were bought. I said, yeah, for a good price. I determined that price. <laughs> mm-hmm. But a lot of them, like, you know, when you put that Western slap on it and it's like, oh, you were, you had a dowry, you were bought. No, 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 no. I think a lot of folks in those situations can control that now, right? Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. and I actually pre- appreciated Mr. Z speaking to my parents first and getting to know my, and asking my family permission and mm-hmm. vice versa. I think I, I, I do appreciate those neo-traditional ways of moving forward. And if you're interested in that, viewers, listeners, check out Indian Matchmaking on Netflix. That shit will give you a hoot to laugh for <laughs> for hours like that I've experienced some of those things and I don't know there's something to say for matchmaking if tinder is turning it into a business and eHarmony is turning into a business you know we shouldn't shy away from the art of matchmaking I think it's uh we're doing it anyways yeah it's right definitely part of the of the western world in Ireland you know a lot of older generations had arranged marriages so it's not just um you know it's not a non-western phenomenon that it's mm. happened all over the world yeah and you're right because it is a very big bucks kind of industry now I, I was approached by somebody in LinkedIn that does professional matchmaking mm-hmm. for a hefty fee they charge these people fifty thousand dollars a year to yeah. like to like and Find people are person. paying that money yep wait yeah, someone because... approached you to be a potential uh candidate for someone else or for they were approaching you to 
for you to find somebody in your life. No, they were approaching me to be like, to be a part of the professional network because apparently people, you know, uh, are paying money to be to be matched match. with professionals, uh, you know, like whatever. But okay, but you know, it's it's expensive. Like you know, these matchmaking services are like if you if you are looking for somebody to find you your compatible partner. And you have the money and you don't have the time. You don't want to waste the time. You know, people are putting in some serious investment into that, yeah. you know. But, they make some good money. It's true. But all this to say that the things that we're watching and doing have their ancient cultural roots. I love Married at First Sight. It's the same premise. Mm-hmm. Two people look good on paper. And yeah. what Married at First Sight is doing is what is a lot of folks in our ancestry have done, like, you know, I have uncles who've woken up and met their bride at the, at, you know, in the nikah, and they were like, "Oh, that's who I'm marrying, right?" So, mm-hmm. I lo- these are not new phenomenons at all, but it does tell us that people really want to find love, right? Yeah. They really yeah. want to find the person, and I think that's, you know, and so much so that Valentine's Day is all about somebody who died to get people married for love, right? That's where it comes from, Saint Valentine. So. You know, we do, if you got to go and get some stars, get some astrological signs, get some numerology, if you out there, all I'm saying is find some positive love. We don't need no toxic love. We got enough of that. Just find somebody who loves you for you, whatever their sign, animal, whatever works. Be like Jill Scott and make them wait. Yes. I'm making you wait. Till the fifth date. (laughs) all right don't get me started that's my girl right there right (laughs) well thank you for this ladies this was fun thanks for leading nisha i learned a lot today i learned a lot about all the different uh signs yeah and next week interesting we are talking about our love songs are we not ladies yeah we're gonna have a top another musical top oh, 10 I episode Ooh, i got I a persian yeah. i have a persian artist in mind i'm excited oh, damn. i love yeah. that can i just tell you i am so stressed out every time we have a top 10 i get so stressed out because here comes my indecisiveness trying to make the right decisions putting the right people <laughs> on my top 10 but you better believe Jodeci will be up in there. <laughs> I actually had to refrain myself from making eight of my songs, Joe Scott. Let's just put that out there. I'm trying to limit It's it your two. list. You can do what you want, really. I mean, if you want to go as far back as like the 1950s, go back. If you want to have eight or nine Jill Scott songs that represent your top 10 love songs, do it. You know, well, there's actually one artist who has to be on there. And like I said, she is Persian. I think she's Persian Australian. Her name is Snow Allegra. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, yeah. Uh, she's there's, dope. She, yeah, there's a couple songs on there that I play on repeat. I think she's so. Swedish, yeah. isn't she? Didn't she? Isn't she? Yeah, I think she is. Swedish? Swedish? No, she, is no, but... she lives in Sweden or something, right? Well, she, we'll find she out. Was, she immigrated from Sweden to the U.S., but her parents are of Iranian yes, descent. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, I checked her yeah. out real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's one of yeah, my Yeah, yeah, Snow Allegra is super dope. Awesome. Super dope. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, ladies, for indulging my astrology. May the signs be with you. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, viewers, next week, we will see you on two special days. It will be Love Day, but it will also be my beloved's birthday. So yes. I'll be super excited and Luby for that. Uh, <laughs> Luby. Yeah, I'll be in a good, I'll be like, yeah. Oh, my God, it's the theme. It's the theme. It's the yeah, it's theme. the theme. <laughs> and, you know, I would love if we, I, you know, we may want to add viewers if you i keep saying viewers but you can't see us listeners you know if you have a a sex toy that goes with our playlist and you want to tell us about it tell us you know self-love is love too do what you got to do oh yeah all kinds it. of love self-love <laughs> toxic love pain and no, no, love no. i'm not <laughs> into toxic love no <laughs> all right ladies all right. Take care. Love, you love you guys bye Peace. everyone